Never let it be said that your boys at the Rendezvous podcast aren't men of the people. I, your producer, Zach Gale, have gone back and touched up the highly anticipated, very controversial episode two, Animals on Drugs. A portion of the original recording has been forever lost. Get over it. It's gone. Let's move on. However, we do have the rest of the episode and our incredible hosts, Davis Alden, Carter Mangus, and last but not least, Jacek Axmit, have great news to share with you about Animals on Drugs. There's a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. Um, just two weeks ago, there was a Alabama man who got charged with feeding a squirrel meth. Again, what's with all the meth? Again? Um, but uh, he, 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 he got him on meth to attack people that he didn't like. Mm-hmm. He'd tell the squirrel, he'd give the squirrel meth and it would just attack people, so... That was something. Would it actually attack the people though? Or is it just he was just tweaking and he thought the squirrels attacked people? <laughs> Probably <laughs> both. Yeah. Fucking tweakers, man. And then uh, kept looking into it, and there was a story from Australia of a six foot long python absorbing meth through its skin. Again <laughs> with the meth, and it took six weeks to detox. Really? Yeah. How do you know your detox? Like, how do you? How does one detox a snake? Because it it was in a lab in Australia, mm-hmm. I guess. Well, I heard this from uh, another much more famous podcast about <clears throat> these two fellers were out hiking, and one went off in the woods to take a leak, but he's actually going to shoot up, and uh, he proceeded to shoot up and get lost and. End up getting killed, and the bear devoured him. And they found the bear not very far away, dead. Oh, deep. So this man shot up with meth, mm-hmm. which in turn killed the bear. Because the bear would eat on the meth and never drink his blood. What the hell? Yeah. Okay, so did you guys hear about that uh, lady and her dog got lost in California and they found her this week? She said. They read, her and her husband were at some campground. He only left for like five minutes and she got lost. She said uh, someone was chasing her with like a fucking knife. And so she just took off and dropped down into this valley and got turned around. Mm-hmm. Didn't know where she was. But I'm like, so I'm listening to the story and I'm like, well... If you know you just ran downhill, why wouldn't you head back uphill? Like, it's just go the same fuck, just turn around. Mm-hmm. Like, how the fuck do you get lost? Go east. That's my rule. If I ever get lost, just go east. I'll. I'll what if you're here. not on the bighorns? Well, I guess in the bighorns. Yeah. Oh god, I said the big horns. My bad, Lucy. Yeah, oh shit. Now we got <laughs> So what about everyone that listens to this podcast has to sign a non-disclosure. <laughs> so what happens what's your rule of thumb if you don't if you're not in big horns? Well personally I like to look at a rock and I go whatever direction the moss is Okay, SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've ventured out with Bighorn for a couple times. So. 
See, my rule of thumb is um, you find head you down. shoot yourself in the overall. Well, if, if you're truly lost, if you find a stream, yeah, you can follow it down. Just follow the stream down, you'll find civilization eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you're like in deep woods, Alaska, then good luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're kind <laughs> of out next year. Fun fact on alligators, too. Do you know that uh, the only thing, the only natural cause of death of an alligator is starvation? How? Like they don't get old and just die? No. Huh. Really? And they don't have any uh, health problems? I'm sure they probably do, but in terms of growing old, like, they don't fucking dinosaurs do. So you're saying there start. could be alligators down in, like, Florida right now that have been alive since the dinosaurs? Potentially. Oh. The odds are very small, though, you know, because, you know... Just a species, not a single yeah. <laughs> alligator. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that makes sense because there are those. There's like reptiles, mm -hmm. you know, like tortoises will live two hundred some years. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. You're you're a fucking tortoise. You can live two hundred years. Fuck that, man. You've I seen some shit, but you don't know you've seen shit because you're just a fucking tortoise. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're just a fucking tortoise. No shit. I don't even want to make it past like eighty. Yeah. Dude. We're going to be living till we're 100 years old. Easy. All of us I, right I hope I'm living as good as uh, Ernie yeah. Rodolini. <laughs> Ernie Rodolini. <laughs> Ernie Rodolini is a local legend. Yeah, local yeah, legend. That's the only way to describe him. Mm -hmm. yep. He's uh, 94 years old and still runs this damn town. Yeah. Without <laughs> even really knowing. Without <laughs> <laughs> even really knowing. So back to animals on drugs. So as I kept looking into this stuff, in 1962, there was a director of the zoo in Oklahoma that thought for whatever reason it'd be a good idea to shoot up an elephant with 300 milligrams of LSD, which is about 3,000 times the normal dose a person would take. We're talking about like a hippie here, like a, yeah, normal, a normal hippie that enjoys his trips on LSD. Well, and then, so he shoots him up with 300 milligrams LSD, and surprise, surprise, the elephant went crazy and then died. Yeah. Um, and then... What do you think an elephant sees when it's on LSD? <laughs> Hopefully not mice. Like, I remember, like, when I went to Africa, I bought this bottle of liquor. I don't remember what it's called. But it was made from this fruit that falls off trees. And when the fruit falls off the tree and like it sits on the ground and ferments and the elephants come around and they eat the fermented fruit and the elephants get drunk off of eating these fruits off the ground. And then they make liquor from it. So I mean, drunk elephant, okay, fine. A tripping elephant? Oh god. Probably break out of the zoo. <laughs> I'm so sure about that. And then uh, there was also a story about a couple months ago of shrimp in the ocean being on coke. Like they they find traces of cocaine in the shrimp. Yeah. Those damn drug right? meals. 
Do you remember what I'm talking about? Sort of, yeah. Traces of cocaine and shrimp and sea creatures. How? It's got to be from like a, like you said, we were dumping dumping it away. Dumping shit off the side of the boats. So, uh, hopefully in a few years, me and Trinity get that cocaine high. Gotta eat probably a lot of shrimp. Yeah, eat a lot of shrimp. I mean, and run Wyoming, so the chances of us getting Mardi Gras fresh cocaine shrimp pretty slim. Well, then that's travel. New Orleans. This is kind of off topic. We got endorsed drugs. Or yeah, all you shit fucks that put drugs into animals and in the water. Yeah, you guys need yeah. to cut it out. That's that's the main thing here. Don't. If you have drugs and you're starting to get busted, do not flush it down the toilet. Just take your fucking punishment because yeah. you are killing animals and uh-huh. making them go crazy, which will probably kill people. A fucking meth eater? Don't tear, tear your leg off. <laughs> meth python like you're talking about? Meth python. If I see a python, I'm fucking out of there. If that thing's on meth, I'm uh, shitting my pants and rushing You're the meth python the meth alligator? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah. You see the goddamn python? Or an elephant on LSD? Mm-mm. Not good. I mean, all of those are... I'm turning and running the other way, but... Cocaine shrimp? I can deal with that. Definitely that that damn python. Shrimp on Shrimp's not gonna eat me. (laughs) (laughs) You OD on shrimp because they have cocaine in them. Oh, God. So, uh... And then this week, there was a story of, um, there were some heavy rains in Florida, and in uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, all, a bunch of these crabs got washed out of their burrows and started invading Port St. Lucie. And there's some pretty cool videos of people walking outside, and there's just hundreds of crabs all over his house. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, uh... I mean, crabs aren't destructive by any means, though, so, I mean... Well, when I... When I first looked at this story, I immediately thought of that South Park crab people episode. Yeah. (laughs) They're trying to take over. Well, crack me up. Yeah, like Carter said, crabs aren't the most destructive. I mean, unless they start making burrows in your yard, then maybe they could screw something up. I suppose. It's just a shock though. This whole house was covered in crabs. Yeah. Yeah. The house covered. That reminds me of Pirates 3. (laughs) All those rocks turn into the crabs and take (laughs) Davy Jones' locker. (laughs) On the bright side though. Crab's pretty good, so if you got all these crabs living around town, it's like free food. Especially if they're on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of animals invading places, basic, uh, oh, yes. tell us a little bit about what's going on we locally. Have a, we have a bullfrog crisis. Yeah. So the backstory behind my situation is I was out there, I was at an undisclosed pond near town, fishing with a couple buddies. Stand that, man. <laughs> and uh, 
we just sat there minding our own business when a couple um, herpologists, they're herpologists, I believe, right? Yeah. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Herpologists? Come and ask us if we've ever heard a bullfrog. What a bullfrog sounds like, and we're like, no. Of course we haven't. I suppose not. There ain't bullfrogs here, and they they let us. They took out their phone and played what a bullfrog sounds like, and it sounds reminds me more of like a cow bellowing than a frog. And uh, you want to recreate what it sounds like for us? Yeah. Give well, it. if I do, we all have to. Well, I don't. I've never heard one, so I gotta oh, hear it first. This. Something along them lines. That's so. If you ever hear yeah. that, let Game Fish know. Yeah, like it's not your stomach growling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's very different from your normal frog. And so, so what's a normal frog for those who don't know? Ribbit. <laughs> so ribbits are okay. Blood curling, stomach growling sound not okay. Yeah, there you go. Um. And they proceed to tell us about how some landowners in this part of the state have mentioned hearing those sounds. And obviously a bullfrog is a non-native Wyoming. But does it uh, cause a problem in yeah. the... Mm-hmm. It does cause problems in the ecosystem. They will Are you going to elaborate, elaborate mm-hmm. on that? I'm getting there. I'm okay, giving the backstory okay. now. All right. I'm getting there. And they, they proceeded to tell us what the bullfrogs will do and how they can harm the environment, the ecosystem, and the biome of ponds and drainages and river systems. So what they'll do is bullfrogs, they, I don't, I don't believe they multiply any faster, but they're more carnivorous. And so they can, they can deplete a food source fairly quickly. Like, uh, like mayflies and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, insects, and I'm sure they'd eat, uh, you know, we got leopard frogs all over oh, here. Okay, yeah. yeah. Probably eat tadpoles of leopard frogs. And, <laughs> and then so bullfrogs are just assholes. Basically. Alright. And so, all over town nowadays, you see signs and, you know, newsletters about you see one of these and form a game of fish immediately. So. When when did uh, I have not seen one of those? So when is this started becoming a thing? I saw them in Rocky the oh, other day. No, no. I don't remember if I saw one in Sportsman's, but I saw There's one in Rocky. In their like uh, lower elevation, not in the mountains, right? As far as I know. As far as I know. So how do you think they got here? Just natural. Like a, traveling migration, like a bullfrog migrated to Wyoming. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard to know. They're originally in the in the southeast. Yeah. They've just been spreading, expanding. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they traveled across the state overnight. Yeah. Just hey, let's go to Wyoming. Time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, frogs like I've been traveling for seven days, six moons. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy how far animals have traveled. There was a story of a mountain lion that 
traveled from that was uh, first captured or tagged or whatever in the Black Hills and made its way down to what was it, Kentucky? Yeah. Or, yeah. Do you remember the story I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember all that. I don't know where it went to. South, yeah. southeast. Mountain lions are notorious for traveling long distances. You know, young males that get kicked off from long. Yeah, they'll go wherever the hell they want. Yeah. Speaking of mountain lions, though, you remember that, like, just this past hunting season, my dad works, like, there's a nurse at the hospital that was out deer hunting, and he was putting a stock on deer, right? And he had this really bad feeling that something was behind him, like, it was just, like, creeping him out. Yeah. And he, like, right as he turns around, there's this mountain lion at like 10 yards behind him that was stalking him. And this mountain lion was about to put the leap on him. And this guy just drew his bow back and let an arrow go as the mountain lion's jumping at him. Hit him right between the fucking eyes at like eight yards. Craziest shit I have ever seen. fucking leg last shit. <laughs> That's like, I don't know. It sounds as crazy as it is. I've seen pictures. I yeah, I got a picture. I got a picture of this arrow in the mountain. That sounds like a totally embellished drug bullshit story. I've seen the pictures. You know, no, that's real. That's crazy. Shitty part is the game of fish wouldn't even let him have the lion. Yeah. Like that thing almost killed him. Like why can't he have it? You know? Yeah. Because it's still poaching. Come right at us. It's self-defense. <laughs> My hunter safety teacher told us, if you ever, like, ended up shooting a bear or anything on accident or on purpose, if it was attacking you, all you gotta do is put your hand in its mouth and then hit it on the scalp <laughs> with the butt of your gun so you got some bite marks on your hand and like, ah, it attacked me. <laughs> so. it, only, it only bit your hand? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could always say you were holding a can of bear mace in your hand and it broke the can open, freaked out, and then you shot it. But we don't, we don't condone poaching either. So yeah, we don't, yeah. don't condone poaching. We it's don't condone drugs or poaching. Especially that one Indian, what's his name? Uh, Herrera. Herrera, yeah. Yeah, her okay. that's that's yeah. for that's, another that's podcast. That's a story for another day. <laughs> that's gonna be an entire podcast by itself. But yeah, once it once it goes back well, to the mean, last like, court that it went through, I'm down with that. It, they they set a court date for the Wyoming court. Yeah, uh, for that. we should go watch. Go I think protest it's in August or September. See, from what I've gathered, though, the Supreme Court ruling was that. Like he, like Indians have the right to hunt. Yeah, yeah. but no, they're not gonna say no. But they're not gonna say it and establish precedent. So that's why I went back to Wyoming. So Wyoming can say no. Yeah. Well, same. <laughs> no. So we'll talk about that. That's not a. We'll talk about that coming up. Because <laughs> I literally coming up next. I had to write a fifteen-page paper on that bullshit, fucking. I bullshitted like 10 of those pages. I fucking got 100%. Come at me. You hear that? Tune in next time. Yeah, we will read Davis's 15 pages. <laughs> well, the bad thing was, it was for a final 
And so I finished that paper, and then, like, the next week, the ruling, so I didn't have the ruling to go off of. I just talked about the case and what could potentially happen. Mm -hmm. Literally five days later, the ruling came out, and I was like, damn. <laughs> damn it. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Um, anybody else got stories of animals invading? Anywhere. Well, I know there's one spot that I fish over on the Pryor Mountains mm -hmm. in a canyon, and uh, I guess just like earlier this year, the game and fish did a big fish kill. Oh, in the river. They really know it. They dumped poison in it, you know, because yeah. there was browns and rainbows in this river. Oh, they're fucking huge. Like, I got right. pictures. So, of, what was the problem with browns and rainbows? I guess the they were can say, I guess they were saying that the brown trout were invasive and they wanted oh. to kill all the browns out. So, they just dumped a shit ton of poison in the river. But yeah. then they kill all the big ass rainbows, too. Like, I don't get what the problem with brown trout is in a river. They don't hurt nothing. Uh, See, it's the, the game. I'm gonna trigger somebody. I'm gonna trigger somebody. <coughs> Why are you looking at me, Jason? I'm not looking at you. I'm not. I'm, I don't think I'll trigger anyone in this room about it. But the game and fish here, you know, they want to start. Well, by the way, where are the prior mountains? In the car. So, like, if you go over to, like, Lovell and Cowley, oh, okay. over the Bighorns, the Priors are to the, uh, northwest a little ways of, like, so Cowley and like, Lovell. Um, Montana, Wyoming. Yeah, 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 yeah it's okay. the Montana, Wyoming, blood, pretty oh. much. Oh, okay. There's black, like, I've seen black bears over there a lot. I've never seen a grizzly bear. Okay. I bet there are. So continuing. So the game of fish has a boner about putting. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I'm triggered. <laughs> about getting only native fish in, you know, waters in the state. Yeah. Which is. I'll, I'll go on a rant after you're done. Yeah, so it's like. In our mountains, we only have, like, what, three actual native fish? Which is the Yellowstone cutthroat. Yeah. I think golden trout. Golden trout, cutthroat. And, and I think of Brookie Lakers. Yeah, Lake trout. trout, Lakers, yeah. I think that's the only ones that are actually native. Mackinac, not native? That's a lake trout. Okay, yeah. Mackinac, yeah. Um, so, they're only, planting, they're only really planting those fish in the public waters, not any other fish. Going back, the Carters are killing off the Browns to plant native fish to those waters. The, that's two things. One, they're not entirely doing that because they just planted right. salmon in right. Lake DeSmit. Right. What? Yeah. They put, sal they put salmon in yeah. DeSmit? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, small ones. You, yeah. you, you aren't going to catch them for another year because they're so small. Yeah. That, uh, Damn. Yeah, there's salmon now in Lake Smith. What they put, 
I can't remember the exact number, but it was quite a bit. Maybe it's not it's not all public waters. Maybe it's they're narrowing it down to like wilderness. Yeah. Well, and what grind what upsets me the most about that is it's hard to tell what's native and what's not native because ecosystems are always changing. You know, mm-hmm. stuff's always moving in, stuff's always moving out. When we started damming up rivers, that changed river ecosystems entirely. So it's what's native was what was before the dam, not what's what came after. So that's I don't think as humans we should even define native or non-native. I'm not saying go take some exotic species and bring it to where you live. I think we just got to let nature run its course without messing with it at all. Yeah. Except for game limits. Yeah. That's the only thing we should be in charge of. But, uh, it just ticks me off, like with the them killing off what they would consider invasive fish, mm-hmm. when the fishing was already so good, and like you caught, you know, twenty inch plus fish, and yeah. it's like, okay, sure, they might not be like native to Wyoming, but why would you ruin like the opportunity to fish? And, well, and they got there somehow, so yeah, I know. They're kind of, they kind of are native because that's a niche they have. They can live there in that habitat and fulfill their niche. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, you want to move on and talk about Rodeo Week a little bit? Rodeo Week. Whew, what? That was eventful. I ended up in the police station one night. Really? Yeah. Not uh, not for not for anything illegal. illegal. No, I was completely in the right. It was this other asshole that was doing something illegal. Sorry, I uh, I can't read. (laughs) I can't read. Mm. Oh yeah. So oh, for those of you who don't know, Sheridan Wild Rodeo, big event in this town, best week of the year. Worst week of the year. A lot of best week. A lot of people come in. Jasic is not. Jasic just didn't want to haul his briefcase down and down. Jasic's not much for social gatherings of people. Rubbing shoulders with people. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Yeah, last time we brought him to a social gathering, he ended up banging a beer on his head until it broke open. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you ever get the chance, come Don't. to the Sheridan Wild Rodeo. Come get great. wild. Come get wild. Go fast down the street. J6 is going to be sitting up in his apartment fucking sniping people with his beep <laughs> No, I think he's trying to get him to be pulled over because the cops in this town are relentless in their Pursuit, pursuit of evil. <laughs> God's work. <laughs> I don't know. The cop I was talking to last week was actually pretty cool, dude. Was it Paul Tesker? No, I don't even remember what his last name was. It was like McKinnon or something. Oh. Or something. Yeah, Paul Tesker's pretty nice. I like that, dude. 
But anyways, they do a bunch of these shindigs downtown, right? And there's this restaurant in town called The Pony. It's a bar and grill. And Thursday and Friday night of last week, they were they had these concerts from local artists going on. It's Chauncey Williams. Chauncey Williams, and then I think Tress Munzerk. Yeah. Is there. Munzerk, yeah. And, uh... But the thing is, you had to be 21 to get into it because it was a... A bar. It was a bar, and, you know, the cops are uh, relentless in pursuit of evil. Relentless in the pursuit of evil. That is great. Did you just think of that? Yeah. That, that is purely great. So anyway, to uh, bypass this little security that they, they got. They mark your hands if you're not 21. With Sharpie. So you can't. So the thing. I don't think you can go into the actual restaurant. No, you can't. You can't. If you're not 21. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing working is the bar. Yeah, the only thing working that, like, during the evening is the Video, I, I don't think they'll let you go in even to use their restrooms in there. No, no, you can't. They make you use the outhouses that are like are pretty greasy. down the block. Yeah, yeah. extremely greasy. I'll tell you what, out, any outhouse you see during rodeo week is going to be full of beer cans and piss on the walls. <laughs> yeah, that's just how it goes. <laughs> but anyway, to bypass this little Sharpie security measure, Make sure you pack Hopefully some no cops are listening to this. Make sure you Did pack we give our real names? Some hand sanitizer <laughs> in your back pocket. Because hand sanitizer rubs that off real good. This also works so like I got stamped when you're going to the rodeo and like even Cheyenne Frontier days, you get stamped on your hands saying yeah. you were in. And then the next night, it's a different stamp. So by the end, they have like eight stamps on your hand by yeah. the end of the week. And they don't fucking just wash off unless you're tearing your skin off. Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer works. It works. It really does. I mean, I mean, you, whoever listens to this, you can do with it as you please. Yeah. You can take this information and do whatever you want with it. But. You are very welcome. We're just saying it works good for permanent ink absorption. Yep, that's all. I wonder if it would work like if you were tie dyeing and got some dye on your. Yeah, I mean it's just like the rubbing alcohol in it that yeah. is really taking it off. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, rodeo week. It was a blast. Uh, Crazy. Crazy week. A lot of. Heard of the report? The cops pulled over like two hundred. They had two hundred. They were just doing stops. random checks. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Your brother got pulled over with one of his friends. Really? It? Yeah. And the cops said that their headlight was out. Yeah, it is. Oh, well, it's been out, it's been out for years. <laughs> no, it was in Matt Taylor's car. Oh, it was? Yeah, they were in Matt's car, and they got pulled over by a cop, and the cop was like, "Your headlight's out." And then Matt went home, and Scott Taylor, man, scary dude sometimes, but Scott Taylor looked at the headlight and was like, "Your headlights ain't out. What the hell?" So I mean, these cops were seriously just pulling people yeah, over. Yeah, I have a coworker that got pulled over for having a modified exhaust. 
on his on one of his Subarus. What? Mm-hmm. Since when has that ever been an issue? I mean, well, we're in California now, I guess. Oh well, yeah, I heard someone <laughs> was trying to be. I have out of town cops coming in here. Highway patrolmen. Yeah. yeah, it was just highway patrolmen that they hired from all over the state to come in. There were stories of people being responsible, and it's rodeo week, so everybody's trashed, like drinking, yeah. and so. There, I've heard multiple reports of people trying to be responsible and riding their bike home. You can, still, you can still get a DUI on a bike. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. It's. I've heard people. I I heard that people were like even walking home last week. Like you're not driving, you're not hurting anybody. These people are walking home and they're getting like public intoxication tickets. Really? They're yeah. walking home. Yeah, from the bars. Still, like God's work, <laughs> the relentless pursuit of stopping people. Relentless pursuit of evil. So, uh, anyways, that bumper sticker for <laughs> Let's make that. That's make trademark. That. There you go. <laughs> That's we trademark. We got interstate gypsies in pursuit of evil. Relentless pursuit of evil. All right. So, any closing thoughts? Oh, wow. Any stories? All I gotta say is just, you know, for all you tweakers out there and cokeheads, stop polluting our waters and giving drugs. Leave nature alone. Yeah. We are in the relentless pursuit of evil and stopping you guys. Yeah. Yeah, how'd you like Freak Force fed you a bunch of cocaine? They probably <laughs> like some it. people might yeah. like it. <laughs> Not addictive heroin. Help yourself out. Yeah. Well. Jason, you got anything? Come back to me. Come back to me. I'm <laughs> thinking. Zach. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Keep supporting the podcast. Some good things coming. Good things coming. Yeah, like Davis's 15-page paper on the Supreme Court hearing. Yeah, that'll be a whole episode. You good? Yep. Thanks for listening. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, when we get this up on anywhere, be sure to like, subscribe, give us five stars. Yeah. What's our What's our uh, no social media? Uh, Three hundred seven. We'll probably change that. Um, 